Welcome to a brand new episode of Shriekwell Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every Shriekwell a fair trial. My name is Justin Cams, and I'm here with Elizabeth Halley and Tyler Hymanson. And is that Shriekwell pun your way of getting out of having to do the intro three times? Because exactly. we are talking about Scream 4. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shriekwell and, and more of a scream make. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nope. Shriekwell it is this week uh, as we're talking about Scream 4. Like Tyler said, cat's out of the bag. 2011 Scream 4. The, uh, actually, the final Wes Craven directed movie. Back when iPhones were tiny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> People had sidekicks. That's right. Um, but, uh, you know, we are excited to be here, um, and we have some special guests with us tonight. Uh, we have the filmmaking team, Stephen Krimmel and Christine Gerilaga with us tonight. Thank you for being here, guys. It's great to be here. Yeah, thank you guys for having <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, I love this show. Great. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> and for a great... Shriekwell. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> See, now you have to, you can't say the word uh, squeakwell. Squeakwell. There you go. We haven't done that yet. Yeah, don't, don't get us started. Don't on, speak of its name where it shall yeah. appear. I want to do the, you have to do, it. do the chipmunks. Oh boy. Um, let's. Uh, oh, before we go too far into things, um, Elis, where can people reach out to us? Mm. Yeah, send us your suggestions for future franchises uh, to SequelRights at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at SequelRights. And rate and review us wherever you're listening. I think that still matters. I'm not sure if it does. Ah, uh, couldn't but, hurt. <laughs> otherwise, if you have an old franchise that we've gone through that you haven't listened to in a while, uh, we're back putting out episodes this year. Share it out so other people can find us. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and then yeah, I mean, before we get into the film here, I want to like get to know our, our guests a little bit better. Uh, thanks again for being here, you guys. I, and, and both of you are like no um, stranger to horror, right? I saw Stephen, you like uh, directed your first like slasher film when you oh. were. Yeah, you, you read my bio. Oh, yeah. of course. I gotta know. We do our I, research. I gotta know the people coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was called Under the Bed. I should have taken a picture of like i drew this vhs cover and it is very much a killer wearing the ghost face mask what? and a freddy krueger hat yes. amazing yes yeah. <laughs> see so you is we got like a, a slasher expert here okay. that's right age you of truly six. do yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh christine uh we were excited to have you on because i heard um you know that uh, from Airbnb that you are you know uh, an ideal guest. So yes, quote, that's a, that's a direct quote. Yeah, so. it really it was a direct quote, and I was like, "There's no way I'm not using this in the bio." Yeah, like someone is really vetting for me out there that you can trust me in your home. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah, yeah, and, and on podcast, and you'll be a great yeah. you'll be a great guest. So yeah, an official review, an ideal guest. <laughs> An ideal podcast. Yeah. Um, but you guys work together on like a horror project, right? Or multiple horror projects? Yeah, multiple all yeah. the time. Another one coming up. Uh, we're shooting something in April that yeah. she's directing and I am editing. Yeah. Yeah, we typically um, either he'll direct, I'll produce, and we'll both act. Or I'll direct, he'll produce, we'll both act in some way. He always does pose for us. And then... Um, a lot uh, of co Sometimes we co-direct. Yeah, and yeah. we co-write everything. And we co-write yeah. everything, yeah. That's so. amazing. Yeah. What What is your favorite, uh, like, what is your guys' favorite type of horror film? Like, sub-genre of horror. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really across the spectrum, but I think, well, yeah, I, I will say 
uh, yeah, where everything starts is slasher films because uh, I would say that my entry into slashers and uh, what got me into them is so I needed to overcome a lot of fear because horror movies, the horror section at a video store terrified me. <laughs> and yeah, I was so terrified by Chucky specifically <laughs> yes. that, uh, you know, it's like, Great okay. Covers. I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That child's play two cover. Uh, so many nightmares and yeah, your imagination is always so much worse than, a, mm-hmm. than it actually mm-hmm. is. And then if you start with bride of Chucky, it is pretty hilarious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so it's like, Oh, that sense of humor and it not being as scary as I thought sure. it would be. That that's a gateway, and then Scream, which I saw the intro scene. That scene's truly terrifying, like because I was watching oh, their yes. cousins watch yep. it, mm-hmm. and then it's like, and then I watch that as a way to overcome my fears. And it's like, oh, this movie is both really funny, and also it's teaching me everything I need to know about horror movies, mm-hmm. and also all the horror movies that I could watch. So it just got me into all the slashers that it's referencing, like Halloween, mm-hmm. etc. So that got me going. So I'll just say that I there's a special place in my heart. For slashers, but yeah, I just really love everything across the board. It's hard to yeah, choose. Yeah, it is yeah. really hard to choose. I'm like really falling in love with body horror stuff mm. right oh, now. But, nice. but same as him, it's like we will <laughs> we will watch anything that's like available and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that's right, all year long. Yeah. So is this a rewatch of Scream Four for you? Yes. Okay. Yes, it yeah. is. Well, I'm really excited that you actually started your horror journey with Bride of Chucky because if you had actually started with Child's Play, I feel like that, that <laughs> actually might have messed you up and yeah. put, you, put you on a different path because yeah. that movie is like, oh, yep, your mom might die and then you're going to end up in, in an yes. institution. Yeah. Yeah. And no, no one will believe no you. One will yeah. Believe yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, just listening to your Child's Play episodes and you guys had said so many good things about Child's Play 2 and maybe that one wasn't one of my favorites on like first rewatching, mm-hmm. but you guys were like praising that second one pretty highly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta rewatch this one, and yeah, uh, yeah. just that child perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really takes by Andy being the focus and like no one believing him. It's like that is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's, really it's a solid, yeah, yeah. solid sequel for sure. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, you guys want to get into Scream Four? Let's do it right now. Robert's residence. Welcome home, Sydney. You're a survivor, aren't you, Sydney? What good's it to be a survivor if everyone close to you is dead? You can't save them. All you can do is watch. <laughs> Modern audiences have become savvy to the rules of the originals. I mean, there are still rules, but the rules have changed. And the kill's gotta be, like, way more extreme. <laughs> the unexpected is the new cliche. And virgins can die now. be the new version, you know, 2.0, the killer should be filming the murders. Yeah, it's a natural next step in Psycho Slasher innovation. Go ahead and be up the guts. Well, it's time for someone new to die. Okay, Cinema Club, we are now in session. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know it's time to talk <laughs> cinema, yeah. Uh, well, here we are, Scream 4. 2011 years later, right? Indeed. The last one was 2000. Uh, it was, you know, meant to be a trilogy and end of story. <laughs> and here we are. Never. 11 years later. Uh, you know, much more. This one came out while I was out here uh, in L.A. Oh, so wow. I was like, you know, having flashbacks of going to see it and stuff. But um, uh, Tyler, had you seen this one? I had not. No. And I and you know. 
Where was my invite in 2011? 2011? Did you even know each other? We might not. Maybe. I think we did. It would have yeah. been really awkward. It would have yeah. been, yeah. been early on. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Before our awkward uh, splice screening together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, gosh, that yeah. Yeah. That movie. Speaking of body horror. Um, <laughs> and we all know this is Eliz's first time seeing it. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it before. Um, I... I really liked the opening, obviously, because uh, Justin and I have talked about this before with me having no idea about this movie, but I think a horror movie night, we watched some movie the other day that had like two or three framing devices, and we were like, what if there was a movie that was all framing devices? <laughs> yes. every, like, every time you just thought, okay, this is the actual movie, it was like it revealed that it was just another framing device like within it, so I was very, very excited about this opening. <laughs> Yeah, this one is great. It, it was, uh, you know, I had seen this one as well back when it came out, but I yep. think I saw it once and never again. So I was like remembering things as I went on, but still was kind of like, I'm not sure who the, I can't fully remember who the killer is and what happens. Um, but I had, I had remembered that, I remembered that there was like, uh, you know, Kristen Bell and Anna Paquin in the opening, but mm-hmm. when it started without them, I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. So, I forgot about the movie within a movie. movie. It's so good. It's so good. Um, By that definition, is stab five, stab six? <laughs> yes. This is this is great. Like uh, you know, I was talking about this earlier to Eliz, and I think one of the reasons why we talked about doing this um, uh, series in the first place is that there's just so much of this like meta stuff going yes. on, and like you know, comment on sequels. That I was just like, we, this is like a this is like the perfect sequel rights it is like, franchise because there's all this stuff. And there's literally like conversations that people have in this movie that I feel like we have had the same, kind of, yeah. like the one you're referencing where yes. she's like, it doesn't make sense. So if the beginning of step seven is step six, does that mean the beginning of step six is step five? And like, those are the same type of things that we would always be talking about yes, here. Yes, for like, sure. Like, I think, I think we had that with Starship Troopers. Yeah. So it's just funny to see that played out in this like, you know, major motion picture. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, and the first framing device has Lucy Hale of Cinderella. One of the Cinderella, <laughs> Cinderella story three. Oh wow! Four. <laughs> the one, the one that was really racist because they had an Indian themed oh, prom, God. like a Bollywood themed prom. Right. Yeah. Once yeah. upon a song. That's Once upon a song. Upon okay. A song. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's the third one. It's the third. Okay. One. Yeah, I was really convinced. So after seeing all these cold opens and then all the people in the movie, I was like, oh, man, there's no way all these people are like the right ages. This is crazy. And so I spent all this time like making a table and literally like calculating everyone's age at the time of filming. And it's like not that weird. But I was just like, I think it's just because all of them have had such different careers where they like broke out at different ages and were playing probably a high school student regardless of like what age they were mm-hmm. that I was just like oh they must all be like yeah. completely different probably ages everyone in this movie had a 20 year period where they played a high school student <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. well especially like because Lucy Hill particularly has to play like in Pretty Little yeah. Liars a young high school student yeah. who's like well, of course with this older man because it's Pretty Little Liars <laughs> but um, her teacher or whatever but yeah I mean Kristen Bell and Anna Paquin are like about the same age um, 
and Allison Brie is in that group. But then mm-hmm. everybody else is like, yeah, 2021, 20, 19, like all of them are actually that young. Also, Tomorrowland, what's her face? I definitely yeah. thought she was way younger. Oh, yeah. But, but when she, I guess when she was in Tomorrowland, she was already like 25 or 26. Yeah. So sure. Britt Robertson is her name. That, I call her Tomorrowland. That movie puts your I'm the only person that like remembers that movie. It's like it was a big deal, yeah. guys. Yeah. Like, Tomorrowland is my go-to for her. Also. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I I just love the I love Anna Paquin's performance in here. It's like she has some of the best lines. Like yeah. I, I took all these things because she was she was like you know she has a great great lines about yeah. sequels too. I can do it. These sequels don't know when to stop. They just keep recycling the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "That was so fucking stupid. Pure horseshit. The death of horror right here in front of us." <laughs> I just love her going on this rant about how terrible Stab Six is. But... Amazing as probably I believe that this is True Blood time for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure yeah. yeah. yeah they're all relevant in some yeah. way. Yeah. Like, for that time, like where when they were on TV, yeah, everyone's yeah. like, I didn't recognize all of them right off the bat, but that yeah, they've all been in big things. Yeah, I recognize like, Shanae Grimes from Degrassi. Yes, yeah, oh. she took like, sexy pictures mm-hmm. and and made money for the cheerleading squad on the internet. Oh, this yeah. is and then Degrassi she got roofied, and then she <laughs> went crazy and had to drop out of school and went away to Kenya and was never heard from again. It's, oh, that wow. show is wild. yeah. How was yeah. it Drake's fault? <laughs> um, actually, it was never Drake's fault. It was Spinner's fault. Okay. Yeah. So. Good on the show for not calling him Spinner. <laughs> um, one there, step above the BK Kids Club. Yeah. Um, there was also like one of the, one of the lines. Um, once we get to like the actual timeline, and they're talking, they have that great conversation about like the little movies in a, within a movie. They talk more about the different stab sequels. And I've like, I don't, I, I doubt this has anything to do with it, but I'm like conditioned to think this way now because of you guys, when she's like, Oh, Oh, and stab five has time travel. And, and mm. that's the worst one. I was like, is that a lost season five <laughs> dig? Because this would have been, they would have been post lost. How, <laughs> How, How, uh, How dare I don't think it is, but I was just like, Fuck. that's a great season. <laughs> I refuse to hear. <laughs> Nope, nope. I agree. The time travel season is fun. Yeah, yeah Lafleur, come on, yeah, come on, please. Okay, <laughs> I will. I will say, calm myself yeah, down. Yeah, like, While we're talking it. about all the stab stuff, I should we should say too that it's revealed who is the director of the original stab. Oh, yeah. oh which is I laugh for about five minutes. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it, they, there's a point in the movie where they're having a stabathon, yep. which is you know they're watching all seven in a row. And they're starting with stab the original stab, and it up, up pops like a film, a Robert Rodriguez, Rodriguez film. <laughs> and Gloria was like, "Ooh, Robert Rodriguez." Um, but do you that think that funny. they um, that they they had to shoot additional stuff for with Heather Graham, or do you think that I they just shot think it? I don't think so. Yeah, because okay. yeah, the credits had it like footage from stab, okay. like yeah. as a, as a there's also a death proof poster in the background of film. Or, yeah, film club. When I was like, okay, so this is around yeah. that cinema time. club. Come Cinema, on. Club. Jeez. cinema <laughs> club. Jeez, yeah, Jesus. These are so- ah, boy. <laughs> um, well, so what? Uh, so uh, Stephen and Christine, what? What are your guys' connection with uh, Scream Four? Like, you have fond memories of it? You saw it in theaters, or? Yeah, I, I can definitely say that I'm very just hardcore nostalgic, no objective point of view on the first three. Mm-hmm. And because I'm so invested in the legacy characters of, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Gail, uh, yeah, and 
Oh, why am I? The rest. Yeah. Sydney Gale and Dewey. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, yeah, absolutely love them. And uh, so I, I'm highly anticipated another movie written by Kevin Williamson, directed mm-hmm. by Wes Craven. And so, yeah, high hopes so many years later. But yeah, this is one I've seen much fewer times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, first time I liked it, loved the opening. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, then the rest, you know, it, it throws you off guard on what it's trying to be. There's some aspects of the middle that I, yeah, I found just, yeah, a little slow as a slasher. And then re- revisiting it again I, I with her because she hadn't seen it mm-hmm. um, and we were going through all of them. Then, and then I was just like, yeah, I have some, like, new issues. But, again, I think <laughs> I just am taking the first three movies sure. a little bit too seriously, both of those times that I'm watching it. Right. And then yeah. – after, um, yeah, and then watching it again, and this is after Scream 5, I've just gotten to a place where I'm just like, why have I been taking these movies and these characters <laughs> seriously? <laughs> they're telling you they're, exactly okay. what they're saying. You've grown up with them. Yeah. 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 Right. tone. I mean, I, I get why I was so, like, moved at the end of a trilogy in Scream 3 when I was, like, 11. <laughs> um, but now it's just, like, it's there are so many things where it's just, like, this knows exactly what it is. Yes. Just totally. And I always thought those movies were fun and funny, but, yeah, again, it's just letting certain things go. And then, yeah, watching it this time, I liked it a little, like, a little bit more. Yeah. For sure, and especially what it's trying to say, what I missed the first time. Because when you're watching a 2011, you don't realize how ahead of its time yes. it is. Well, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I was going to say, it was, it's definitely oh, ahead of its time. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like if, if it did, you did the exact same Kevin Williamson script, like, now, it would be people like, oh, it's brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster. I mm-hmm. always liked it, like, it a little bit more now. I really mm-hmm. like it, actually. Yeah, I, so I came to the whole Scream franchise pretty late. Like, I didn't... Watched them until maybe five years ago, and that's mm-hmm. when we watched them together, like back to back to back, um, and loved them obviously. And <laughs> so yesterday was our second time watch, or my second time rewatching Scream Twenty. Oh, nice. Hilariously, I don't know if it's the the you know like uh, brain fog <laughs> twenty twenty up till now, but I'm like, how do I not remember like who, who it was? Killer? Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like when you watch it, it's like this is. An iconic killer for this, yeah. for this movie. Right. So how the hell did I remember We're like, all the other that? ones are a little bit random. Yeah. Like, well, I guess, I guess not the first one, but this one. But at the same time, like, I think that the movie's interior logic, it doesn't, like, the movies are structured so that everybody's a suspect, mm-hmm. yeah. where, like, you're supposed to have everybody. So at the end, what that does is it makes it matter less who actually is the killer. Yeah. Because it's more just like, okay, we're going through this entire journey of having this paranoia and all the possibilities out there and trying to, like, guess the convention. Like, it has this mm-hmm. board game quality to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I still think they're they're just so good at, like, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Much like the first film, sorry. <laughs> uh, much like the first film or whatever where we talked about this where they're just so good at, like, you know, as soon as the killer disappears, like, that one person who you're like, I think it might be that guy, suddenly shows up and you're like, of course, it's the boyfriend. I knew yeah. it. And I love how the they audience play on is like, all I'm that. just going to go get 
the rest of the groceries in the car, and I'm immediately <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, exactly. It's you, uh-huh. you and, the and she's like, "Oh, the cops were there uh, when I first got here, but now they're not." And just <laughs> casting her as like a big name actress, it's yeah. like it's, and she yeah. has that one line about being like, "Well, it's always it's always about her." Yeah, like, it's, oh, yeah. I, 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 I loved that you. line yeah. because <laughs> she's like, "No one ever asks me about my <laughs> scars," but then <laughs> we never find out like what it was like having that like, lady be yeah. her sister and how did she do the relationship? You know, nope, nothing. Or like, yeah, when her sister went to. Hollywood and like right. came back broken. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Watch yeah. her like tramp around town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So she was like, she's talking about her stab scars. I'm like, damn. Yeah, she's like, mom, real scars, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of that, we, we get introduced to like uh, the next generation kind of like, you know, sure. which is kind of what this movie positions kind of like a an old guard and a new guard, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, these new characters. Where Force got, Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've got Emma Roberts, yep. Sid- Sydney's cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Hayden Pan- Panettiere. Kirby. Panettiere. Yeah. yeah. Kirby, I think she's great in this movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, who's the other one? Um, her name was... Uh, Is it Mariel? Mariel Jaffe. Olivia. Mariel Jaffe. Yeah. Jaffe. I don't know really yeah. what she was from, but... Olivia. Yeah, and then you have like mm-hmm. three boys too. Yeah. Um, Trevor. The guy Trevor, I don't know if you guys thought this, but I could not get out of my mind that he looked exactly like the guy who plays Karn on Andor. Oh. <laughs> what? To the point where I was like, are they brothers? Oh my God, not, I didn't see brothers. that at all. He Go was, back and watch it. He wasn't pasty like, enough to be a Karn from <laughs> Andor. That same, like, oh, I'm, wow, like yeah. I'm mad and no one listens to me kind it, of yeah. face. Like, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, it was really bugging me. Well, like the minute that really. I saw uh, Rory Culkin, like, in my opinion, the creepiest Culkin. Sure. Uh, I was like, oh, it's got to be him. I mean, he's definitely There's so it. Like, many, though. Like, well, there's so many Culkins. Right. But he, there's like, so the last many. two things I saw him in were sure. Under the Banner of Heaven and Waco. And then oh, this. Yeah. And so I'm like, this yeah. Culkin is particularly susceptible to right. getting, you know, following some want- figurehead, becoming brainwashed, yeah. and joining a murderous cult. Give, so. right. give me that, yeah. that culty Culkin. Yeah, culty Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> he's not succession Culkin. Yeah. He's not yeah, yeah, Macaulay, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, yeah, culty Culkin. Get yeah. that one. Culty so. Culkin. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it yeah, culty introduction Culkin. of Rory for me was signs. Yes, yeah. so he's pretty oh, creepy yeah, in that yeah. one too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I for sure thought it was him the whole time. They need to be better about hiding it in their casting choices because yeah. they do. Yeah, sometimes they'll make yeah. a casting choice, and you're like, mm-hmm. I thought it was him for sure. I did not see uh, Jill coming. Um, oh, just yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty surprising. But then. You know, at the end, and she discusses a lot about being in Sydney's shadow, but I don't think, obviously, it's a, it's not an accident that they didn't change her last name in the movie. Like, her right. name is Jill Roberts, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, she doesn't want to grow up in her cousin or aunt's shadow, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. That's anyway. True. Yeah, it's a really good yeah. connection. It's, all, yeah, right. yeah. it's always a meta element. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's also just, yeah, surprising because, yeah, when you bring up Force Awakens, it's the idea of this being one of those first legacy sequels, especially within horror. Yeah, and so you think that they're introducing a new ensemble Mm -hmm. and she would be the lead of it as Mm -hmm. a new Sydney. Right. Instead, it's like, can't fuck with the original. We're going to kill all of these new characters. Yeah. 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 Dude, that is like, that is like one of the best lines Lines in in the the whole movie. movie. She's just like, don't fuck with the original. (laughs) Of course, I got to have a sound. Yeah. yeah. 
it's so great. But, and the way she takes her out with the, the, yeah. the um, defibrillator. Love it. Love it. Yeah, yeah that was great. Clear. Good Clear. Clear. <laughs> Clear. So great. Clear. That was a, a, like, a Scientology joke. <laughs> yeah. oh. Ooh. Very likely. Uh, yeah, Courtney Cox, speaking of. Um, she looks amazing. She's entered her Cougar Town yeah. era. Yes. Uh, she's shed the uh, outdated looks of the 90s and yeah. is like looking amazing. Um, and I think I actually like her character more in this movie than, than like some of the previous ones. Well, and also like they finally start off one of these movies where they're like together yeah. and they've been together for 10 when years. They're, when they're not, when they're now no longer married. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and I like, and I, I get that, like, you know, they're having problems in the movie about this or whatever. But I was like, oh, at least they're not being like, eh, we broke up again, and we're gonna fall <laughs> yeah. in love again yeah. in the movie. So, you know. I think she seems like less of an asshole, terrible person than she yes. has in the previous films. This this time she's using well because she's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this, this time it's like she's using that attitude to yeah. like do good and like yep. be more of a badass instead of like being like a terrible person and selling mm-hmm. people out for the news or whatever. Yeah, know. I was like confused about how all these cameras were operating. Like <laughs> we don't even <laughs> have that. We don't even have that now. The power source <laughs> and the connectivity. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. A lot of lot of little webcams, yeah, but just, you know, just as simple as place. Yeah, just right put it somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's battery power. Internet, yeah, internet was. <laughs> if you remember that that iPhone one, it could do everything. Yeah, <laughs> streaming video on that was perfect. They had a mesh network then That's in right. the barn house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, when they showed like the image of the iPhone and someone like answering the phone, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> god. Like just seeing the flashback of that like old screen. Yeah, the Earth screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I never had an iPhone, but it was like that on like the iPod, mm-hmm. iPad or iPod mm-hmm. touches or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was just like, that was bringing flashbacks. You mentioned <laughs> the cameras, and this is uh, adjacent to that. I do think that this movie has a pretty interesting uh, look from a cinematography standpoint. It has like a, it's, it's really fuzzy, and mm-hmm. it kind of has this nostalgic look to it in a way that is kind of subtle but really smart. Like I, I love the way that this movie looked. Um, do we know if they sh- this one was shot on film? Um, I don't know. How dare you? 2011? Uh, I feel like that to get the look that they had, potentially. I think it was. That yeah. would be my guess, yeah. Yeah. Wes Craven probably would want it. Mm, yeah. Um, but I don't know for sure, and it doesn't look like it says on Wikipedia. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I just thought maybe they had, since you said it kind of had that, like, you know. Yeah, it, like, it, yeah, it had a... Uh, um, like all the all the lights had like the full halo and everything, yeah. you know. It's Woodsboro, this is the town. Woodsboro, yeah. Woodsboro. Like it, yeah, they made it look, even though it was Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> um, as with you know all screen movies, there, there's like still more uh, amazing actors in it that we haven't yes. even mentioned. I mean, you briefly mentioned Allison Brie. Yes. That's awesome. We also have Anthony Anderson. Yes. Yep. And Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Yeah. As like I loved their scene. As like the new the yeah. new Dewey type yeah. cops. <laughs> well, and then Marley Shelton, who is oh, yeah. uh I forgot Deputy her name. Judy. But Deputy Judy, Judy, yeah. Deputy yeah, Judy. Right. Deputy Judy. Judy Hopps. I, I loved I loved her uh intro to uh, Sydney and like I am also a suspect, <laughs> like, like standing in darkness. Yeah. Oh yeah, that like, was great. Creepiest way to be like, yeah. do you remember me hey, in high school? Yeah. <laughs> Total red herring there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and the like whole lemon bars like situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lemon, lemon bars taste like ass. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, too funny. Yeah, Anthony Anderson and and uh, um, Adam Brody were so funny. 
Um, they had one of my favorite uh, meta interactions where they're talking about like cops and horror movies, like all bets are off at this point. And then he was like, well, I'll go out on patrol. It's like, I could come back dead. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no rules. Both of us could die. Yeah. And then they right immediately die. Yeah. yeah, it's a great death scene. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just so funny the way. I, I, mean, I was like, should, if, if he got it, stabbed in the head like that, wouldn't you just instantly be dead? No. I no? mean, I don't even know if the knife would break your skull no, right there. No, well, like, that's it the thing. If we're getting, if we're getting to that, right, it's right. like sharp yeah. knife. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it went real deep. So but no, there's, like... the, uh, there's that guy who got the railroad spike, and Phineas Gage got the railroad oh, spike in the front of his cortex, and, right. like, that's where we got the idea of lobotomies, because, like, oh, that guy got a railroad spike through his head and seemed to calm him down. <laughs> <laughs> he relaxed a bit. They did um, talk about how... You know, the I'll be right back thing. We've had so sure. many various rules, but I don't know if anyone's actually verbalized that another rule is that if you pretend to be dead, you definitely are going to die. Like, if you pretend to be dead to prank someone, you, that is like a <laughs> yep. huge you're red flag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're Yeah, you're going to get killed yeah. eventually. You can't make light up. of it. You know. Yeah. Um, what else? Who else do we have? We, well, we also. Sydney. I mean, we talked about her publicist, but yep. she's back on a book tour. Book tour. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Out of the darkness, she is. That's right. <laughs> Written in this book. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of uh, Ant Man, which we just saw. Like, a scene <laughs> right. Red is on a book tour for that. And obviously, this one was like a little bit more serious, but it was yeah. also like the news reports were like local celebrity victim, Sydney. Celebrity you know? victim. Yeah. Like, yeah, they also recently, like, I don't know if anyone's watching the new episodes of South Park, but, like, Kyle was trying to, like, rebrand, and he was going to, like, a marketing agency, and they gave him all these personas that he could be, but all of them ended with victim. <laughs> They'd be, like, outdoorsy, <laughs> confident, like, outspoken victim. You know, like, I'm doing, like, but I don't no matter what, it was all like... victim. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, my God. So I... that's Sydney as well. Yep, Sydney's here. Um, yep. Who else? I think that's almost everybody. Yeah. I think that was my ice machine. Oh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll check. <laughs> yeah. <do> <laughs> we, get a, um, we get a replacement Randy yes. as well. That's right. With uh, Robbie. the boys. Robbie yeah. Mercer. Yeah. Who uh, has very futuristic, like, yeah. Snapchat yeah. glasses type yeah. uh, device amazing, on his head. Yeah. There, yeah, Google was like, that's what we need to do. Right. Google Glass. This guy's got it. Yeah. yeah. And and like well, I think like before he gets fully introduced, you hear off screen them saying like, Oh yeah, this is the 2.0 version. I'm fully mobile now, so that people aren't like, How does he do it without right. any There are some hilarious ADR lines in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just people off screen yelling heinous bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, like when Sydney's leaving the bookstore right. for the yeah. first time, somebody, yeah, somebody's like, it's like you're gonna get us all killed. <laughs> like, Why would you come fault. here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's your fault. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's, like, it's just some B roll. Let's get more stuff. Did somebody say something like, "You're just like your mother." Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yes. god, they did. They did. Oh, that's so messed up. I love that everyone at the bookstore, when the cops show up and they run outside, like everyone was like, "I gotta go see what's going on." <laughs> I don't know if I would do that. I'd be now, like, "Oh, there's." Going yeah. on. Do you think that if you are a officer who on your watch oversaw the massacre of all the teenagers in the town, went somewhere else, 
produced, like was a consultant on the movies that make a mockery of all these, <laughs> that you run for sheriff, which is an elected position in this small town. They're like, that's our guy. Yeah, I mean, well, it's been like, there's just enough. a trail of blood behind this man. We know that if you're like a celebrity, you're just that much more yeah, likely yeah, to get elected. That's true. People already know your name. Well, you it's know? a small town. In, in, and that's the point that I was trying to get to. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yes, he is. He yeah. would win. Yeah. <laughs> and he's probably known as like a hero for these situations. Sure. Yeah, he, yeah he's been stabbed. Yeah. And, and it's only been, you know. But he's bad at his job. And he continues to be terrible at his job yes, in this movie. so useless <laughs> in yeah. this movie. Yeah. He doesn't have the limp anymore. So That's like, true. Yeah. And just this idea Physical of the town, therapy. like, doubling down on the, the branding of the tragedy. Like, like, yeah. they, like they decorated with all the things. Yeah. And then they were like, no, no, take, take it down, take it down. You know, but, like, I, it's it does seem like, oh, it's ridiculous. No one would do that. And I guess it's, like. 20 years versus several hundred years. I just think about how, like, the way they market, like, Salem, Massachusetts now and, like, stuff like that and these other towns that have had these horrible tragedies, but they're like, oh, it's fun now. Like, it's spooky, you know? Like, so. I'm trying to think of what is the fastest, like, tragedy to camp situation that we've had. <laughs> like, something in our lifetime has has taken that path. <sighs> I don't know, because, like, 9-11 and the school shootings have not yet become, no. like, Jokey, funny, haha. Yeah, mm. uh, so I don't close. Know. I would Maybe the pandemic. Yeah, that one's yeah, that one's more likely. I well, think. I mean, that's why. Like, I feel like that I've put us on to a not fun a topic of conversation. <laughs> all, all three Let's of us, start. we saw the early early screening of Sick, which was a yeah, Kevin right. Williamson yeah, movie. Yes. And when uh, we watched it, like, I think like we didn't really have that much of a problem with it but then when it came out by that time by the time it came out the discourse was much more like i'm offended by the how jokey they are about the pandemic but i think we saw it like almost half a year before it came out and we were still kind of like in the i don't know the discourse changed very quickly yeah Yeah. 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 by the time it came out like everyone was like not here for it but when we saw it like half a year earlier we were kind of like oh i mean (laughs) it is funny to me how much wes craven appears to hate horror movie audiences because (laughs) in in uh scream 2 like no one's even watching the movie everyone's just like rioting in the theater and then at sabathon it's like the kids like there could not be more things being thrown at the screen right. or like I love I love the, the hilarious like uh she takes the towel off to get in the shower and they're like yeah, yeah! and then she hears the phone ring picks up the towel everyone's like Boo! <laughs> no it's probably just that Wes Craven hadn't had to go to a movie theater like public screening right. in so long he just thinks that they're all like Rocky Horror Picture well, Show like again, every, every every screening is Rocky Horror I told the story about him at the Arclight though like like he would like he would go there all the time oh, that never, it's yeah. really funny oh. I think um, it's because I think both the one in, in Scream 2 and this one yeah. are like crazy fan events they're, yeah, not, like, right. sure, they're sure. not like an official screen you know it's not like oh yeah. this is like the 2pm afternoon screening sure 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 it's yeah. like crazy fan events where people are going to be crazy you know like that I feel so, I don't know. But we go to those events all the time. <laughs> yeah, but people are like that. Yeah. They're like Not that. during the movie. <laughs> if it's one they've seen... Well, okay, they hadn't seen Steph. I saw yeah. Cats in the theaters, and... Uh, no, I did... Yikes. very... I did go to a rowdy screening raucous. of Cats at yeah. the Alamo Draft House, yeah, where there you go. people were encouraged to yell at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> was that, like, when it first came out, or was it, like, much later when they were like, oh, we... Are all in on this? I feel like six months. I think that Alamo is just like we can make money off this. Yeah, (laughs) mine was like right. They served a gin and tonic in like a a a saucer, so you could like lap it up. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I think with just the people that were in my theater, like it was just one other group other than my group, and we looked at them and they looked at us and we were like, oh yeah, we can do the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, That's yeah. So fun. Oh my god. So anyways, um, back to this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look, people I got about 20 killed. minutes on cats. Let's, yeah. let's get oh, into God, it. Yeah. <laughs> people, are, cats people are getting killed left up. and right. I, I love, uh, you know, we, I think we talked a little bit. Um, was it Scream 3? We talked about how it had, had to be, you know, kind of toned down on the violence. Sure. Mm. This movie is like full on, like yeah. brutal kills. They again. bring back the, like, the gutting and the yes. guts being yeah. turned out. Which I personally enjoyed. Yeah. yeah, I like when they're a little bit more brutal, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" I, you know, I like that kind of. Feeling. I think there's something really terrifying having a best friend next door, and then watching her get just completely eviscerated, and then the aftermath of that being, you know, the blood, the set dressing in there is fantastic, yeah. and oh, yeah. and I and it's I love everywhere. I love it. It kind of gets to the level of gore from the first scream, and that brings Sydney to be like, "You don't need to like, do please, do, please, do not go in there." Um, and I thought that, that was very effective, and like it yeah. kind of. Even though the person way. she told that to was one of the killers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you find out who the killers are, you're like, dang, they were yeah. they were brutal. Yeah. I I love her. She's like, oh, I did. So, like, I haven't. Like, I told so many lies. I was convincing myself. So <laughs> good. <laughs> myself. Yeah, that was pretty dark. And yeah, like, who do you th- did she actually kill her own mom or? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I'd have to go back and see if either I her work or Culkin out the timeline of the marathon. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I was excited Damn. when um, this starts and they immediately, like, it's two killers. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I did, it was much better to have it be two killers. Yes. And after the director guy yeah. that we had in the third one did not work. No. Yeah. I, I like how that's not really mentioned. Like, and your brother. Like, no one even says that to Sydney in this right. movie. Right. I mean, yeah. Does it really count even? Like, ugh. right. Yeah. They don't go back to that too much. Um, I feel like there's a lot better like set pieces in this one too than three. Yes, like, like you talked about the 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 friend across the way, yep. like the whole way that's set up, and like they you know think he's joking, and then the whole like I'm in the closet, mm-hmm. not that closet, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know I actually really I really like the I remember liking this in the theater too, like. Um, we were joke. You were joking about how she puts up all the cameras at the Stabathon thing. Yeah, but I love that moment when she's like so confident. She's in the car. Yeah, she's starting to record her like new <laughs> memoir or whatever, the new book. And then like you get this slowly thing where like yeah, the the, the yeah. someone puts a cup in front of the camera and you're like oh maybe that was an accident. But then they start happening to all the other ones <laughs> and you're like oh fuck like they already saw her do that and there's and then she immediately runs inside. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not smart. But I just love that whole setup. Yeah. It plays it's really great. well and you're just like oh. Fuck, like the killer just knows everything. Yeah. It's like a good moment. I also, uh, just because we're talking about that scene, uh, when Gail is trying to infiltrate there and just puts the ghost face mask on and is trying to act young, is, uh, <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty terrible, but pretty great. <laughs> it's like, now you're giving yourself away. Yeah. <laughs> Who let this old lady in? <laughs> I really want to like watch a scream movie from the point of view of Ghostface and just like all their costume changes and location runs and it's just like man, it must be a stressful time. Yeah, Yeah. they have a lot of work to do. That would be really fun. Yeah, how they 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 plan it out, right? Yeah, because he probably has to like plant. They probably have to plant things in advance. Yeah, it's there quickly for them to change and then be like, what happened? And you know, like put it on a show. Yeah, they gotta have wipes and makeup and. That's a great idea that they're making because they did make the movie. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's true, especially this one. Yeah. 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 
Oh God. Um, so yeah, the the new rules that they say at Cinema Club, I was like kind of confused because what what are they referring to? that being gay helps you survive because I only know like the opposite of like, you know, kill your gays. That's that's what they were saying is that like the eighties movies and like classic slasher films, like that was the surefire way to be killed. Yeah. And it's like now in modern horror films that if like, it's not the virgin, it's not that person. Like you will probably live if you are diverse. I guess, but even then, I, I feel like, like... What are you going to say? Like, here? they're having this discourse, but I'm like, I don't see the evidence, you know? Like, I don't see... I don't well, see the evidence any... isn't in this movie either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's speaking to any reality. No, right, yeah. yeah. I think, I, yeah, I think that his, they're speaking to where Wes Craven hopes it would be. Right. <laughs> or, yeah, it just felt kind of, like, a little bit empty to me yeah. to be like, oh, yeah, let's, like, survive a game game. Like, no, the gay people never survive. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that's one of, like, the most surefire ways... More in TV shows or longer movies yeah. or franchises, if if to like finally be in a happy gay couple, then for sure one yeah. of them is gonna die. Like that is like a well known trope. So I was just, I thought it Look, was kind of funny. I saw Knock of the Cabin, and I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny when he was just like, "I'm gay." Maybe. Yeah. Like when they were about to kill him. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. I think what they're trying to say is just like they're real, like it, nothing really matters. It could yeah. go in any direction, and we don't even know what the answers are. So it's like it could be, you yeah, know, you survive because yeah, it doesn't really speak to any movie at the time. Yeah, I like that. that. I can think of it. Yeah, anyway. I like that the rules were all about like uh, like doing the like doing something unexpected is now cliche. So now yeah. like you have to like try to like yeah. outthink <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, and I did think it was also like super interesting that like in this movie the person who ends up being the killer is the one who's there like explaining the rules to everyone. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's the one who brings up the whole thing about you got to film it and put it, you know, yep. like you got to make it into a thing. And, uh, and we haven't had that happen yet. I mean, obviously you don't know at the time that he's the killer, but it's just interesting. I think. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Well, even then he never gets to the point that like he suggests that the killer should upload the crimes before people even find the body. Like they never actually even get to yeah. play that out. So, uh, I do yeah. think that it gets into a uh, an intro with like, speaking of him and his motivations to be the killer is that like you know he finally gets his moment with Kirby <laughs> and ends up killing her and he's like you know too late like I had four years of class with you like what like taps into you know some of that toxic incel nonsense oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. that's like that's like yeah like that's how most violence is hap- actually happening yeah. um, in a way that I think is like in 2011 we kind of understood and is interesting that it appears in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and it appeared in the first one too. So it's kind of yeah. like, it's a theme, you know, they end up being like, well, he ends up being the closest to the original killers. Yes. That we've sure. seen So far. And then obviously, uh, Emma Roberts character is like, pretty different, but. I mean, the next thing I want to talk about is how committed Emma Roberts is, is to making <laughs> her, uh, attack look real. <laughs> That like was that one, is, of the best one of the best sequences in that the movie. That is kind of like what you're asking for, the behind the scenes of the yeah. ghost. Because yeah, everyone's right, dead yeah. or passed out, yeah. and she there's a just very long uncut of how she does this. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so, so funny. And, she, and she's going for it. Yeah. yeah. And she thinks she we think she's won at that yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. She would have shot she, Sydney in the face. Yes. But. Right. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> yeah. That's true. I do like I do like the idea of like, you know, 
seen what maybe would have happened if like um our original killers had like done it right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets she, further than any of the yeah, killers so far. That's and true. it's like cool to see kind of a plan that almost worked, but yeah. not quite. Yeah. Not that we want the killer to win, but you know, it's just interesting. Yeah. Um yeah. it's I mean I kinda wanted her to win. <laughs> <laughs> well everything she, she did really was like so it. cinematic too. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna scratch with his fingernails yeah. so that yeah. they find the skin and I'm gonna hair. rip the hair. But the best part was falling on the glass yeah. table. Because yeah. yes. that is like so cinematic. The, the, the full Chris Farley. Yeah. yeah. And, I love, and, the, and like I love that she like crawls and like lays next to Sydney and like she so wants to be her. the victim, so yeah. she's like, I need to lay exactly like her so that like they find me. And- the parallels. I, I, yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Just how, like, drama with a capital D she is about yeah. it. And, like, she's like, I just have to hospitalize myself. I can't just break the table yeah, right. with a hammer or whatever. She's yeah. like, I'm going to break it with my back. <laughs> <laughs> I also love, like, during that sequence, she throws the little aside of, like, killing her mom was, like, like no small loss there. Like, <laughs> like she had to, like, like she still really hates up, her yeah. mom. mom well, she's still a teenager. It's like, yeah. my mom wouldn't yeah. let me go yeah. out. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, those two guys seemed like they were good friends, and he just, like, they yeah. just killed him, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. What did cool. he do? He didn't do anything. No. He live streamed too much. Live streamed. Yeah. I feel like they, you know, maybe you gotta if think it, bigger. If yeah. it was made today, they would have made more out of the live streaming. But yeah, you right. never get. I always thought like, well, because oh. it wasn't. I mean, that's like a sci-fi part of this movie, right? Like, it's not real that's at true. that point. They never have a moment where like someone's watching the live stream and yeah. sees something he doesn't see, right? Yeah. Like you think that might happen, but that never really happens. I mean, yeah, the only other thing where he was drunk and then had, it was backwards. Yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> where yeah. he drank a bottle of tequila. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean I think it kind of, it is like the sci-fi moment like we talked about in Scream 3 the yeah. voice changer was essentially like sci-fi fantasy Which, we have to suspend our disbelief. I was going to talk shit about this again. It's like do we even have that now and it turns out we do. It's with the voice changer. The voice changer. Oh. The voice changer works. Like there's an there's an AI oh, there program that allows you to do the full voice to text, ghost face, whatever you want to say. Maybe we will bring that out. But for like our various next celebrities or just ghost face. I mean, well, there's there's politicians and a lot of terrifying shit, oh, okay. but there is a ghost faced one. Like wow. if you uploaded all 250 or 224 episodes of sequel rights into the AI, <laughs> could you then impersonate me? Challenge, probably. <laughs> I made a joke about that, but yeah, I, I actually I, I I thought that was interesting because I was like, oh well, now that we've moved so much further into the you know the future and this so much further, like we don't they don't need the voice changer because like as you see, they can just send a text message text. and people will just think yeah. it's you. And like the the boyfriend shows up at that party at the end because he's like, "Oh, Jill texted me," and she's like, "No, I didn't." Or yeah, or, yeah. No, or Kirby yeah. texted me, or whoever it was. But you, yeah, you don't even need to have a voice. You can literally just like you know That's clone true. their phone yeah. numbers like they've been doing the entire series. Well, if anything, if, if somebody did call you, you'd be more suspicious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why are you calling me? Like, the fact that any of them just keep picking up these phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, dang, man. I feel like even in 2011, we were already being like, like no nah, phone calls. Yeah, yeah, text, text, well, it's like yeah. in the beginning of the movie too, like multiple of them got phone calls of someone being like, what's your favorite scary movie? And they're just like, eh, I didn't think anything of it. Whatever. Yeah. Even yeah. though they're like, they've all, you know, yeah. have some connection to it. If you grew up in that town, yeah. You're desensitized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're literally just like, Walking out like all around <laughs> yeah. the town, hanging out at all these suburban houses where they know Ghostface will show up. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. 
He's always there. The audacity. <laughs> <laughs> I did write down one quote that has aged poorly when uh, yeah. Courtney Cox, uh, Gail, mentions some. They were like, "Can you get Sydney to come to Sydney Club?" And she's like, "Well, she's the Daniel Radcliffe to my J.K. Rowling." And I was like, first of all, there's no way Courtney Cox is comparing herself to J.K. Rowling like yeah. now." And also, I don't think that metaphor even actually works or that allegory because she. Maybe she would be the. She's not the actor. She's not the actor. Yeah. Yeah. She was not book. a character. Yes, yeah. it was. It was a fictional for that. And also, it always bothered me that it was a fictional book in the first place. Like that sure. she wrote a novel, even right, though she right. was a journalist who was there for everything. <laughs> like so, I think. I think it is a very Gail Weathers line, though. She's like, "I'm the famous author." Yeah. <laughs> right. But and then just, the logic breaks down from there. Yeah, it shows just a fundamental disunder- misunderstanding of both your own life situation sure. and relationship. And the Harry Potter franchise. Like, no like understanding of either thing. So, yeah. I don't know. But no, I don't think that joke would uh, fly in 2020. No, it would no, not. not today. Uh, so, what else? I mean, I ha- I want to go on a diatribe at the end, but what other things do we need to like talk about? Um, I feel like we've, we've gotten almost all the way to the end sequence. Um, I mean... Yeah, so things kind of go as planned for uh, Jill uh, all the way till she gets to the hospital, and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I couldn't remember how it ended or anything. So I was convinced that like, I was like, oh, this is probably set up like, you know, Sydney already told Dewey like that she mm-hmm. did it, and so he's gonna come in there and get her to say some crazy. Yeah, thing. that's what I thought too. But, it, he but actually Dewey didn't is know. reliably stupid. <laughs> well, okay, he's, <laughs> he's so useless in this one. Yeah, but yeah. at least he's trying to yeah. do the right thing. I don't know. This is my uh, at, at, even though I was so loyal to those yeah. main three, uh, Dewey in this one is the most disappointing Dewey, <laughs> uh, especially getting in Gail's way. She wrote the book on Woodsboro. <laughs> she should be leading this case, and he's shutting her out. What yeah. are you doing? Stop confining her to this small town life and just let her be Gale. <laughs> that was frustrating. I saved my favorite Dewey moment into this mm. here. How meta can you get? How what can you get? <laughs> that was really funny. He doesn't even know what meta is. Well, she, and then she's like, I heard some of the kids say she's it. She's like, the kids yeah. were saying it. I don't know. Like, it makes sense. It's just really funny. Yeah. That was a great part. Yeah, I feel like we weren't really saying that as big of a way in the vernacular as we do now so it makes sense that gail and dewey would not be right right they, they weren't aware of it they yet. might say like self-referential yeah. <laughs> people didn't know who deadpool was yeah yeah <laughs> he knows he's in a movie that's right <laughs> um yeah so jill gets quote-unquote rescued and taken to the hospital and um she finds out that sydney is still alive Mm-hmm. And she so can't uh, have that, so she promptly, like, you know, turns off victim mode and her best up. blade plans. Yeah. I did like how this <laughs> kept going on. Terminator. I was worried. Like, I was like, I didn't think she'd fully get away with it, but the how long it went on, like the whole hospital sequence, I was like, this is really funny. And I, yeah, and I love all her comments about being like, that was supposed to be the end of the movie. This is just like extra. Like, what are we doing here, uh, yeah. Sydney? Come on, like. And she beats the shit out of Dewey with a bedpan. Yes, <laughs> a bedpan. Like, oh, it's like on. the most insulting way to knock it someone is. out is yeah. with a bedpan. I mean, it was funny when he wakes up and he's like, what did I get hit with? And she's like, you don't want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't ask. (laughs) Um, Oh, uh, the other thing, the other horrifying thing that happened, I forgot to mention, is that uh, Trevor gets shot in the dick. He does get shot in the dick. (laughs) And that was awful. (laughs) Yeah. 
Dutch. Never shoot a guy in the yeah, back. That was uh, look. Yeah. Don't don't shoot don't shoot on a Roberts. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, eventually uh, we talked about how Emma Roberts gets um, you know defibrillated on the face yeah. and then uh, shot in the head. Yep. Right. Done. In the face. It's a great kill. It might be yeah. one of the yeah. very best, actually, yeah. because yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> and the fact yeah. that, that Gail gets to say queer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so incredible. I just have one word for you. Clear. <laughs> and everyone says that clear? Yeah. <laughs> Not actually necessary to say yeah. queer right. before you do it. Like, you should for safety yeah. if you're a doctor. But it's, it's not, not going like, to kill someone. It's not like that. someone in that situation had to have said yeah. it. Yeah. Like, so... It's so, so funny. Just, so this was just slick. Silly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, Sydney throughout the whole movie, I love, too, that she has, like, she's kind of, like, she totally, she's written the book, and she's, at, you know, come to a moment, she's thrown away her, like, victimness and stuff, and she's, like, pretty badass in the movie. Like, yeah. she's always, mm-hmm. like, prepared. Like well, She always face, has been. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true, but there, she was hiding out and all this stuff, yeah, yeah. and a little, little bit afraid. Um, but I love that, you know, she already knows that the killer's gonna still be alive. Yeah. She's just like ready. She's just like, bop. <laughs> yeah. They're like, she's, she's yeah. like, they're always right behind you. You're like, yep, they always are. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where Gail's even shocked by yeah. it. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Just going it. back to her, her heroism or just like yeah. being a badass. Just, yeah. yeah. We were talking about the scene uh, looking at the neighbor across yeah. the, way, the way she runs over to the other house yeah. and ready to go. It's like, where's this killer? Yeah. yeah she runs straight in, no which hesitation. I don't think she would have well, done in some. Well, it's the through line for, from two, though, as well, where she's just like, yeah, you know what? you're forgetting like i fucking killed these dudes in the first place <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why it's so frustrating when they keep calling her a damned victim it, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true um and then uh i thought it kind of i mean i don't know what i haven't seen five i saw sure. the trailers when it came out but i don't you know remember anything about what the story is or anything um but i thought it was kind of badass and interesting that it ends on like that uh Shot of all the reporters like mm-hmm. putting oh, out yeah. the story that Jill is a hero. Da, da, da. No, that was and, like, very it's good. It's totally ending. like unresolved, and you're like, oh fuck! Like, are they going to have to take that all back or yeah. figure this out or what? Um, I just thought that was really interesting that it ended in that like she kind of got what she wanted in the end of the film. It's a so, pretty seventies ending, actually. Yeah. Of yeah. just like, yeah, it's cool. It's kind of like unresolved. You don't get to see everyone be like, yay, we survived. Yeah, or anything. There's no like, what happened to Patrick Dempsey? Yeah, what, where, hap- what happened Patrick to Dempsey? Dempsey? Oh my god, where arm? is Patrick Dempsey? <laughs> yeah. How is his arm? I don't god, know. I completely <laughs> forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. Until you just boyfriend and right girlfriend. <laughs> Damn, Dempsey. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't go on the book tour. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> There was no happy ending in this one. Yeah. yeah. No, so what? What was? What was your rant? You yeah. To go I mean, on? okay. So like, I probably talk about this like all the time, but um, so you can't really judge it by today's standards, but I think the discourse of where we've come to on this like we all hate influencers and they deserve to die thing is kind of like this was very early on, so I can see how right when this came out it was like this is kind of like a cool hot take these people don't do anything and they all want to be famous without having to do anything and because we don't like that they should all die um but i think since then now when you watch it and me coming to it for the first time like right now it's very much it feels like okay it's kind of like these older white men of a different generation that are like this social media and these people that are getting attention uh, is distasteful to me and like they didn't earn it like this whole gatekeeping thing of like people are famous for no reason and Mm -hmm. then we hate them you know like 
I think it was actually like pretty good until she got to her final like speech where she's like uh, monologuing about what villain monologue yeah, about her she, whole plan. She, she's sunset boulevarding, but like, yeah. yeah so that was when it finally old. like got a little bit like where I was like, okay, you're like saying it like the you're quiet, saying the quiet part, part too out loud. loud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I liked actually everything about this character, sure. but then when she had this speech and she was like, I don't want to do work. I don't want to do this. I just want to be famous. I just, you know, I was like, okay, it's like, it's going too far now because you're actually like saying it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and, like, I talk about this, like, all the time at work, which, like, by the way, I don't represent anyone's opinions or whatever. But, like, I get really <laughs> tired of, like, anything. And you see it in all sorts of media now of, like, these influencers are annoying to us. And so, in horror, they deserve to die. And it's funny just for no reason other than that they were influencers that we don't like. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you hear people, like, just very casually saying stuff like, oh, all the Kardashians should be shot. Or we should, like, kill all influencers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... This is not, you know, like, it's just like people of an older generation or people who don't understand it are mad that people of color and young people can become famous and make money without going through them. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and like and the whole thing, I don't even care about the Kardashians, but I am always defending them because I'm like, no one's forcing people to watch them. Yeah. They put out a product and people watch it. And yeah. that's all it is. And I think it's kind of like the same thing with this, whereas some of the th- things in her speech i'm just kind of like okay it's like an older guy wrote that yeah. about well and i don't know if it was the director i don't want to say anything bad about kevin williamson because i think right when it came out it was probably very insightful but now it's yeah, kind yeah. of like we've seen so much of this that i'm kind of like Ugh. but it's a but it's a theme right yeah that just like and, and and it's a theme within horror where it's like in horror traditionally it is that the old ways are are toxic and terrible and they need to you know we need to kill them so that youth can prevail yeah and that it is this boring argument of like oh like kids aren't working hard enough kids like like it is it is perennial it is something that every generation has said about the previous generation yeah and it's made very bluntly yeah it's not a sophisticated point but at the time there wasn't really a a sophisticated like we barely understood what an influencer yes, was. Yes, exactly. In, and in that word is never even said in this. Right. Uh, I'm bringing it to that. Yes. But yeah, uh, just that that whole idea. No, of, it's a boring yeah. take. Like, but yeah. at, the, at the time, it's like it doesn't. That thing doesn't exist. And but yeah, I think it's clunky. no. I agree. But yeah, yeah, it just like looking back on it, it's kind of like ah. Uh, I mean, if if she had just said a little bit less, I sure. think it wouldn't have like <laughs> pinged me. But she said so many like. Words that were quote triggering to my right. like sensibility yeah. about the fact that I don't like this take. Like, they're just like hammering it home at the end in case you didn't yeah. know, right? Like, and there's just like yeah. so many examples that we have now. And I think recently it actually everyone like laughed who are podcasters because it came podcasters in like the last yeah. two or yeah. three years, like the new Halloween and the yeah. Thing, yeah. and um, the Godzilla one. Where it's yeah. like, oh, podcasters, haha, they're so <laughs> stupid and annoying. And like, I, I I don't even defend that just because we have a podcast. <laughs> Just because I'm like, it's not a very interesting no. take. Like influencers and podcasters and all these people deserve to die just as many as much as everybody else in a horror movie. Yeah. But if you're gonna like make them dying a symbol, it should be a more interesting reason yes. other than just mm-hmm. what they oh, other than, other what than they're the doing. Use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's my like influencer social media horror take that I. Like You're here. And, talk about. And, I mean, <laughs> and, that, and that happens in bodies, bodies, bodies. I mean, that yeah. happens yeah. in like it's still a theme that that this movie came out in 2011. Yeah, ten years later, it's still not that 
interesting. Yeah. Although, I do like that movie. I do think that yes. it put even another layer on top of this thing. But yeah, if you don't know about it and you're just watching it very like surfacely, you might just be like, yeah. oh, ha ha, all those annoying young people got killed. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, I think but, that, that movie does have a layer of nuance where it is about a thing that's ingrained with their lives and not necessarily that he that people are dying because of influence or yes. It's just a right. yeah. part of the how they exist. So, I don't know. <laughs> the the take is hot. That's all I'm <laughs> no, but, but no, I did like hot. it. I like this better than the third one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Is there anything else? Oh, I was gonna say, Tyler. Do you, do you feel like this movie was like missing anything? I you know, here's the thing that I'll say about this movie. <laughs> so the, the first three screen movies gift us with with Nick Cave on the soundtrack. Yeah. All, oh, all three times. <laughs> yeah, yes. but. Uh, this movie has the sounds, which I also very much enjoy, <laughs> and I, yeah. uh, I'll take it. It's definitely like uh, you know, it's funny. I don't need I don't need the fourth version of Red Right Hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No Red Right Hand. Uh, wow, it, it's 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 just funny. Like uh, this this movie came out, you know, while I was interning in a chop shop and like working. I think oh I yeah. Had, I think I was just about right before. This was right before I got hired on a chop shop. So we knew each other. You yeah, were in music yeah, supervision. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. he's talking so about. So like, uh, you know, it's music no, no, no. supervision. By... Like he can customize his cars. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also that. It's, uh, you know, it's music supervised by Liza Richardson, who, uh-huh. you know, does like Outer Banks. And uh, they, she just did Fleischman in Trouble, is nice. in Trouble. And she does all sorts of like awesome stuff. And so she's, she's great. And so I feel like the music, the music is... Um, a lot. I feel like it works a lot better in this movie, and it's also very. It's great. It's, it's of very the time. much of like yeah. It's very much of this time, and like the bands that are on there, and like Ida Marie and stuff. Those are like people that we were like everyone was trying to license, like Chain yep. Gang of nineteen seventy four. Like very much two thousand eleven. Yeah, so. I sat forward when the sound started playing. First <laughs> You're like, and I was like, oh yeah, but from a sequel perspective, like why not just keep it going? Uh, yeah, uh, that's good. maybe they were. Well, maybe he was like, "No more. I don't want the money." Even probably, I, think, <laughs> I, actually, I actually think that he uh, made a big effort to buy his catalog back, um, or or change the licensing right. on it. Um, it might have also just gone. It might have just also been a product of like they were also trying to bring like, in the youth. Oh, make the this. music for the young. It was kids. a reboot remake. Like yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. change things up, and that's probably why they, they brought in lines and all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I thought the music was pretty good. Me too. Cool. Yeah, you got a rating system for a style. Unless there's Ooh. anything else, yeah. You, have anything, you guys have any hot takes you want to drop? <laughs> hot takes. Oh man, uh, I mean, they're, they're not any hot takes. <laughs> uh, mild takes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cold takes. Even. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or at least if I, I thought of something, I may have lost it. But I do just the fact that it moves on and not just remaking mm-hmm. the first movie and we just get to see past that and go to the hospital and have so much fun with that that yes. surprise of the fourth movie just rewatching that every time i'm like oh this ending's so much fun it's great yeah, yeah it's so, fantastic yeah um and i feel like there is oh yeah there's something oh yeah i did want to bring up um an issue i had the last time i watched it which mm-hmm. i no longer have an issue with now is so these are the smallest killers we've ever had. And I think the uh, um summon playing Ghostface is six one. Yeah. And, and, and he's and he's so strong yeah. and capable. And it's like these little kids did all yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, so yeah. Usually there's not too much height difference or like sure. Lori Metcalf doesn't present as small as these kids. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh, I heard a interview, yeah, without spoiling anything for a Scream 5, yeah. I heard an interview with Radio Silence that when they were talking about uh, that kind of stuff. Like, what Nev said to them is, well, 
when um, a killer puts on the ghost face mask, they become ghost face, not the other way around. So it is like a supernatural entity. It is that consistency mm. of it's always Randy Jackson's voice. Right. You know, it yeah. has to be a certain height and they like chose a height that's, yeah, it, it, it will always have a consistency to it. Sure. And like that, that kind of idea of like what Ghostface represents, it's like when you watch Ghostface, it's Ghostface, and you're not really thinking about who the killer is until yep. the very end when yep. it's revealed. It doesn't yeah. matter. Which is that. which is why that never crossed my mind. It, like yeah. it memory holes you of like who is the killer because it actually yeah. doesn't matter for like the most yes. of the mechanisms of the movies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ghostface mm-hmm. is Ghostface. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So watching it this time, I'm like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. It is, <laughs> yeah no problem. But it's but it's a very funny point. It is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Hayden had a great death scene. She and did. I was so upset yes. that she died, but her leading yeah. up to it and like the trivia. Allison Brie had a great so death scene too. Oh Allison my god! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we didn't talk so about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, so fun. And I love Hayden on the phone call doing like naming every, every single yeah, yes, yes, all the way up to Piranha even. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, dang, they got them all <laughs> in there. It's so yeah. funny. The fog and all this. Yeah, so so great. Amazing. Gosh, her character though. is awesome. Yeah. yeah, great character. Yeah, yeah. I guess I will have to go with how many uh, <laughs> impossible webcams would you give? <laughs> fully mobile, yeah, fully mobile <laughs> impossible webcams. I knew that. I figured. I had a feeling that was going to be. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's a good nice. Idea. Oh, would man. you give Scream Four? Who, who wants to go first? Anyone? You go first. I can go first. Okay, I, 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 I feel like I should always go back and try to or, or keep notes. I don't keep oh, notes of what so they bad have about I'm this. sorry, this is terrible, but I don't remember what I gave. <laughs> That's why we always we're, have a nonsense metric because we can't we're remember. We're untethered from the yeah. past. We can talk about oh, how we right. feel about it in the moment. Like, yeah, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I recall when this came out that it got pretty mixed reviews and people were kind of like, yeah. eh, eh. but watching it now, uh, I really felt like, oh, this is like a return to form uh, based on the previous film. Scream 3, I was like, ah, this is kind of a mess. Um, this one I really enjoyed, like bringing it a little bit more. It's not fully modern yet, sure. but bringing it more modern. Um, and I think I'm going to give it eight fully mobile, but still impossible uh, webcams. <laughs> Um, I just love, uh, I love the fact, I don't know. I just had a really fun time with this one. Kevin Williamson is back. And I, I really love the fact that like, you know, it's all about being a remake, but then like what ultimately it feels like is happening in the movie is like that you have all these new characters that are like trying to, you know, it, it's almost it's almost like you get the original cast like fighting back against a remake. Like in the mm-hmm. end, in the end, you get that whole like "don't fuck with the original." And it's yeah. like it's almost like a comment on how like oh the studio was trying to make it and introduce all these new kids and no we're gonna kill them all. <laughs> the the our our original heroes, the original remake, the original cast are gonna like fucking kill everyone at the end and win. Um, and I just kind of like that dynamic. And I just again I referenced this too. I loved the in- increase back to more gore and everything. Yep. And uh, I just thought it was good. It was great. I mean, it, for me, it's a, it's a great way. It's unfortunate that was his last film, but yeah. I think it's a great way to go out. I mean, it was returned to a slasher genre. Like I feel yeah. like that scream three kind of isn't a slasher in a lot of ways. Yeah. I just don't feel like the meta stuff in scream three went over mm-hmm. as well. But. Yeah. I mean, you would think that like uh, three, we would have, liked more because it was like a movie thing and it's all about like all these funny industry things or whatever but it just wasn't as good this I think that's just Wes Craven was done with Hollywood and he was right. fucking over <laughs> it and that was the one that was most 
immediate coming off of Columbine too. Yeah, so it's like, let's right, into right. Comedy a little, yeah. More. yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm also going to give this one eight impossible uh, webcams because uh, I think I didn't go down that low for the other one, so I want to go back up for this one. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, my main um, – well, of course, there's still no black people, but my main mm-hmm. other um, mm-hmm. criticism is just, like, with the, her speech at the end, like, leave some of the subtext in the subtext <laughs> True, and don't make yeah. it text, you know? Like, um that's like that was my main thing, but overall, I really enjoyed it and I liked it uh, a lot. And I think uh, her character was cool. And I mean, this is like the um, you know start off of many more horror things for uh, Emma Roberts. So yeah, that's true. Before she, I think far before she got sucked into the uh, Murphy verse forever. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna yeah. go for the full sequel rights jackpot. I'm gonna also go eight Ooh. impossible hands. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I loved had a great time with this movie. I think that to Justin's point, the idea of doing this legacy sequel where all of the original cast just murders every, all the, all the youths uh, is, is, stomp it down. is pretty fun. <laughs> um, I think that uh, putting it back in the original town and, and kind of layering it on top of, of the patterns of the, of the first film while also harkening back to the gore just makes it, fun and i think that there is it's not surprising to me that there is a scream five ten years later to this because i think that the formula of these movies are not uh are are a fun one and one that filmmakers that i hope can continue on i don't think it's sacred because i think it's just all about looking at where the horror genre is currently throwing all it's like almost like when you play code names and you're being an asshole and you're just trying to throw every association (laughs) that you can out there it's like it's every stereotype every archetype let's get them all out there let's put somebody who can be a stand-in for that and let's have them all interplay in this mishmash and then just trust that you're going to go on a ride and it's going to take you somewhere fun at the end and there's gonna be some great kills and that's a that's a great franchise engine yeah um i am excited to hear what you guys have to say about five but (laughs) i was just thinking like i'm glad that this fourth one came out and after having survived the like scary movie franchise like yes that someone in the studio or whatever like didn't feel like they had to resort to like total camp in this movie yeah it's still pretty serious like you know i don't know it gets to be a real screen movie get that culty culkin not resort to time travel yeah Yeah. (laughs) How about you guys? How about you? I also want to say eight and oh, yeah. webcams. Like I truly mean that. Like yes. I, I, I do think Dewey is incredibly disappointing in this. Sure. <laughs> in this shriek, shriekwell. Shriekwell, yeah. Um, unfortunately, but it's it's just like what a great cast, great <laughs> kills. I mean, we're at number four at this point, and it's just like they're going for it and having a lot of fun. What an opening! I mean, yeah. yeah. How many times can like how many different ways can you stab someone? Yeah, right. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's just like even the stuff that makes me mad makes me laugh. So it's yeah. just like great. Like I, I had such a good time rewatching it, even though I'm like, why didn't I remember so much of this? <laughs> and now I'm like, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we all watched them. Back to back, so it's yeah. probably a little bit. <laughs> it was intense. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it did blur a bit. Yeah. Yeah, man, it, it's interesting. Uh, I love these movies, and I was going to come in giving this the lowest impossible <laughs> yeah. web fans of a seven, 
And, and, and how I'm, dare I'm, you? Yeah. We were all, we were all giving eights. We were all giving eights. I do <laughs> feel influenced by the enthusiasm because yeah. everything you guys are highlighting, I'm like, yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think it starts off so strong that mm-hmm. intro, the meta element of like, yeah, a framing device and a framing device, all that yeah. is, garage door callback. Yes. Um, yeah. So like that. That's high eight nine for me. It's more so the middle. Parts of like remaking the first one, which I think is always clever. That's not as fun for me. Yeah. And that's where I was like, well, this is the part of the movie that's a six for me. Mm-hmm. And then it starts escalating and all of the new ideas that it's introducing and how dark and brutal it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That brings it again to eight or nine levels for me. And that's why I was falling into that seven area. Okay, I'll, I'll that, makes that makes sense. That makes sense. No, stand by. Like, yeah, yeah, stick I'll with that. Stick, yeah. stick with I'll it. Stick yeah, with yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. I I want to say one more thing too because I remembered to bring it up in my rating. But okay, so before we get into the twenty twenties, because I know that this problem is no longer part of the series going forward. But yeah, we did mention. So I don't normally see the posters until after we mm. record when I'm doing the Instagram photo, and when I saw the poster for Scream Three and. I feel bad because I didn't even write down his name. And I saw that that black guy was on the poster (laughs) with everybody else. Like they were trying to pretend like he was actually in the movie and a character. I was like so offended by the fact, because I was like, okay, it's one thing to like not have any black people like this movie doesn't, but at least it's not pretending like it did. You know, that poster for three was so offensive to me. (laughs) Like I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But like, honestly, like they haven't, there was no reason that any of the young people or any like the young crew or any of the um, framing device people could not have been people of color. Yeah. So like, like Mm -hmm. making any of them people of color would have changed absolutely nothing about the movie. So it would have been just so easy to just do it, but Mm -hmm. they didn't. Um, But I still prefer this to the third one where they had one black guy who had no character and was unceremoniously killed and then put on the poster right next to Dev Campbell. So disrespectful. It's such a, yeah. I was you like you have got to be kidding me. So um, yeah, and they haven't really. I mean, ever since the second one where they had uh, the opener with Jada, and then they had a few black people throughout. That one was like a little bit better. Um, and I know it's that going forward, just from the casting that I know, I think we'll be fine. But yeah, I just wanted to mention how offended I was when I looked at that poster <laughs> for three. I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, That's funny. We have Anthony Anderson, but they made oh right. Cop. You're yeah. right. I forgot yeah. Anthony yeah. Anderson. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know that was 2011. I feel like that's a one of their yeah. solutions now. Oh, right. Disney yeah. legend Anthony Anderson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. So it's a it's another um 11 years later. No. Oh. Again. So because the last one is 2022, right? Scream. Mm-hmm. It's just called Scream. Yeah. Scream 2022. And, uh, you know, uh, let's try to remember this for next week, but I think it might be an interesting conversation to maybe wonder what it is about Scream 4 that didn't make it so that they immediately, like, so we have Scream, we have Scream coming out in 2022. I mean, it's Wes Craven dying, but. Yeah, but he didn't die for multiple years later. He didn't die until 2015. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is they had 2022 Scream and then immediately won again this year, 2023. So what was it about Scream 4 that they didn't, like, start to make another sequel right away or something, you know? They killed Emma Roth. Yeah, they killed Emma (laughs) (laughs) Roth. I think think literally, like, all of those movies are for the youth. 
and being like, yeah, fuck you, old people. And like the the literal conclusion, because like the people who go see horror movies are teenagers, especially yeah. at this time. And it's like, fuck that. I don't give a shit about these people. <laughs> do you, Courtney Cox and David Arcaro, are they producers yet on uh, 4 that we just watched? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I think that that trend... I bet you anything that that they will be like producers on these later ones. Well, they got divorced like part at this of the time. Yeah, I know, but still, yeah. Yeah, I, like nowadays, everybody. If you're if you're that person who's coming back for the sure. for the remakes and the yeah. sequels, you're you get producer credit. Yeah, they're not so, producers on. Four. Yeah, so we'll see how that yeah. changes. But I think yeah. four was the lowest grossing one. It, it, it was, and that came off of three being a disappointment as yep. well. So right. it's just like. Yeah, it, it took Pause. some years to yeah, bring back the. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was no fans. Uh, like fans didn't want to go see it, and then like kids, the, the next generation didn't want to go see it either. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when they saw it, they were like, "Whatever." Right with five. Yeah, five must be good then, right? Yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> yeah, I mean because like you know Hayden, yeah. yeah, Emma Roberts has not really popped yet mainstream, and yeah. Hayden has a yeah. little bit, but maybe not. But it's not like they had like. Joe Jonas and Miley Cyrus in this, you know, so it's not like the top, top most, yeah. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah, and they build up their own cult fandom with the fourth one because a lot of people have reclaimed it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Revaluation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm interested. All right. Sweet. Well, we'll be, we'll be diving into Scream 2022 next week. Um, but, uh, Steven and Christine, thank you so much for being here. Hope you guys guys had fun. You guys were awesome. Thanks for having us, you guys. Yeah. Um, is there anywhere that uh, people can, you know, like check out your films or follow you for new projects or whatever? Uh, yeah, I'm just Christine Geralaga on Instagram. Uh, Twitter doesn't allow 16 characters, so it's it's Geralaga on Twitter. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but that's where you can find me. Yeah. Fix it, Elon. Yes. I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and for me, Instagram, Stephen Krimmel, and then Twitter, it's Stephen underscore Krimmel. For some reason, I can't put them together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta find Someone that already has it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. him pay. Dang it. Uh, well, awesome. Well, thanks for being here, and uh, uh, thanks for listening to everyone out there. Yeah. And uh, Elis, where can people reach out? Yeah, email us sequelrights at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And rate review wherever you can. Share out old episodes, all that jazz. We will see you guys in 2022 for Scream again. Yeah. <laughs>